um, that people, <laughs> what people do to keep the spark in their marriage is funny. Um, but it's not really funny. It's, I mean, a lot of times it's very sinful, and it is a no-no. I mean, you can't do that stuff. Um, and, and all the wickedness that people do, they say, oh, we're just doing this to keep the spark in the marriage. And it's some evil, just wicked stuff. Like, man, how are you doing this? Um, and uh, I forget, we were doing, um, uh, well, of course, this week we did a, <clears throat> we had a deliverance service at a church prayer deliverance. But anyway, um, so a lot of times you have to deal with these different, uh, I don't know, fetishes and stuff that people have. And there's one, a new one called Coke holding or something. I never heard of it before. But it's the idea that some man gets turned on by watching his wife with another man. <clears throat> and I was like, are you kidding me? And so um, some of the material I had, <clears throat> they were saying they were interviewing these couples and, <clears throat> you know, he was saying, the, the guy was saying, Oh, how you know how turned on he was, and how they, uh, and then there was another couple that were thinking about it, <clears throat> and uh, of course, this I guess this is a threesome. Uh, we talked about it <laughs> a few weeks ago. I said I hadn't heard of, you know, a guy wanting another guy. You know, I hadn't heard of that, and I guess the Lord made sure <laughs> that I heard of it because it was by accident that I found this, but. You know, God said, yeah, you know, I think it'll spice our marriage up. Man, you can ready to destroy your marriage. Uh, and so this is the spirit of the times where people are doing all sorts of stuff in the name of let's spice the marriage up. Let's spice it up. Let's get a nasty video and all this stuff. But you don't have to spice it up. Sex is already spicy enough. Uh, God added it, and then if you really get into what God allows and all the things that, you know, are not sinful, uh, I, I think a lot of people will because, of course, again, if, if you're getting all your information from the world and you're getting it from Satan uh, who wants to destroy marriage, then, you know, the consensus about marriage is that, Marriage is boring, and being with your spouse is boring, and just being with one person for 30 years, I mean, that is the furthest from the truth. I mean, it is such an adventure, and you learn so much about this one person, and then they change, and you learn more stuff, and you go deeper, and, you know, that's what intimacy is. It's, it's into me, see. Uh, in to me me, you see, and that's what intimacy is, it's, and it's, it's more, I'm an eternal being at my core, so I'm infinite, uh, and we know women are, women have no bottom, <laughs> it's like, you're going to keep learning that most men just die before the woman, <laughs> anyway, because it's like, you, you're never going to catch up with her, you, you're not going to 
you know, you you gotta always be learning stuff. So that's what I tell men. I gotta have two or three women. No, you don't. Just you know, really love the one you have, and you will always be making discoveries, always exploring new territory, all that kind of stuff. And it keeps it spicy. But one of the things that I know really um, helps out marriages is uh, something, and, you know, we're no rocket scientists. We didn't come up with this. Uh, anybody dealing with couples, they all kind of say the same thing, uh, even some of the secular people, definitely all the Christian people, they all say the same thing, which is, you know, keep a date night. Have a date night. Okay? Um, keep up a date night. So, you know, you need to make sure that you are going on dates with your spouse. That's part of the sanctification. Um, <clears throat> you know, the emotional and the physical part, the emotional part for a woman, um, it's really important that, you know, as men, we, you know, we take them out, we treat them nice, um, you know, we take them somewhere that they would like, somewhere that they would enjoy, especially if it's been a stressful week. It's their time to relax, especially if they have children. It's like, man, no crying babies, no <laughs> no hollering <laughs> toddlers, you know, Um and for those that have women that stay home, mother, uh, uh, wives that stay home and everything, um, it's really important to try to have that time <clears throat> where she can um, kind of let her hair down, so to speak. And, you know, two hours, three hours, or however long y'all go on your dates, which is you and her, you know. Um, uh, you, you know, for me, I've learned... Go ahead and turn your cell phone off. Uh, you know, maybe let her keep her cell phone on if you need. If you have a babysitter, they can call her. Um, you know, and go ahead and pay all the attention to her, um, and you pay all of your attention to him. And um, I'm telling you, it'll do wonders. I mean, it's just. <clears throat> So many times you get into that, um, what we call the grind of life, just waking up, going to work, you know, fixing dinner, taking care of the kids, waking up, going to bed, then waking up, fixing breakfast, going to work, taking care of the kids, fixing lunch, fixing dinner, washing clothes, you know. It becomes a mundane routine, and I think a lot of times that's what people are looking for when they go into perversion, um, you know, and don't forget you have an enemy that wants to destroy your intimacy with your spouse, wants to destroy your physical relationship in the bedroom, <clears throat> wants to destroy everything. He's a destroyer. He's a spoiler. He wants to spoil it all. And so... Unless you are intentional about not getting in the rut, and then you have these couples that have been together 40 years. Me and my wife watched some movies months ago. It was it was a nice little movie. She's she been trying to get me to watch it, trying to get me to watch it, you know. Uh, 
was a chick flick, whatever. But it was about this couple. They've been together for 40 years or something. And shucks. The guy ended up sleeping in one room, the woman in the other room. They didn't touch each other. They were still married. You know, he was very routine. He read his paper and he had his coffee with a cup of sugar. And, you know, they didn't go out. They didn't do anything. It was just the same old, same old. And the woman got tired of it. And uh, so, you know, and um, so I guess they spiced it up <laughs> at some point. They got it back together, but wanted to just kind of talk about some uh, clever date date ideas. And uh, my wife is on the line with me, um, and so we're going to talk about um, date ideas and some things that we've done. Are you on, babe? Yes. Okay. So did I did I do I have it right about the life of that woman just? That routine, it kind of drives out all the romance sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, you know, just the, the the grind of life can get pretty redundant. Um, you know, constant responsibility. One of the things that, uh, one of the things that I heard that I, I adopted as my own, you know, just in my own personal headspace is... Um, and it's a motivator to uh, work and fun is um, work hard, play hard. So, and I, I told I told Pastor that also. Um, you know, once I when I was thinking about it one day, you know, and it was a motivator to um, when it's time to work, give it all you got, put in a hundred and ten percent. And then when it's time to relax or when it's time to retreat or when it's time to play, you put out, put in all you got, give it 110%. And um, that makes for a fulfilling life. So um, I just I think it's very important that, that you take just as much effort to retreat and to enjoy your downtime with your spouse uh, whether it's vacation, whether it's just a regular date night, whatever it is, um, and it and it just keeps it keeps things going, it keeps things uh, good. And you know, I I remember when my when the children were babies, you know, <clears throat> my goodness, when when you're a woman and you have small small children at home, you you get and and the men may not know this um, unless their wives have told them, but when you're at home with small children, that's like a, a whole nother world, and it it locks you into that world. You know, uh, you're listening to. Uh, and I, I remember when when my kids were little, I told my mom one time. I I told her I I, I don't feel like I'm worth more than a, a poopy diaper or, or, or just being a milk factory. You know, you just you lose uh, <laughs> you lose um, all of your the other part of who you are, or you can, if um, if if that's not uh, tapped into it at different points, um, it you, it just locks you into a whole other world. You know, you're around the kids all the time. Uh, you you're busy with teaching them how to talk and teaching them how to walk and teaching. It's just it's just um, 
uh, baby talk all the time, and and so sometimes you need you need to uh, retreat from that and 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 get away from that, and um, you can get in such a rut with all of that, and it um, you can you get grouchy, you get uh, you, all this emotional stuff uh, builds up over time, and you don't even you don't even realize that it's happening. Um, but the thing what what woke me up to me needing those times of retreat is when I actually got out and retreated. And it's like, um, you know, that, that song, I can see clearly now the rain is gone, you know, all of the, all of the heaviness and all of the, all of the emotions that, that I had from uh, Mm -hmm. going so long without a retreat or without a date or whatever, uh, the cloud, the dark cloud just lifted. He was like, and I and you know and I was like man I just I just needed to get out for a little bit you know so um, it helps it helps when you have children and when you don't have children just the the grind of going to work every day and um, the pressures with your bosses and all of that and um, and then the other thing that dating one another does it's um, it helps you remember the person that you fell in love with you know when you when you're going through the grind and all you see is responsibility, all you're talking about is responsibility all the time, the the heavy part of life, you forget why you fell in love with one another. You know, when you courted, you didn't have any of that. It, it was all um, the the starry eyes and it was all all fun and all you know uh, all into the other person and w- with no responsibilities, no bill paying, no uh, going to work and you know dealing with that and dealing with the bills and dealing with this breaking and that breaking. You know, it was just you and your spouse. And so you have to uh, have times where you can sit down and rehearse that and, and so that that can, so that you can keep that in mind as you go through your uh, marital relationship. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So let's give them some ideas, babe, uh, just some things that you can do. Uh, inexpensive, a little more expensive, very expensive, one night, one day, two days, vacations. I mean, 22 years we've done a lot of different stuff. Um, so give them, let's talk about some of your favorite things that we've done, uh, um. you know. Some of my, let's see, just to be honest, and I'm not, I'm not a um, highly adventurous person. I I just more than anything like spending time with my husband. So if we just go up the street and 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 partly part of it is because you know us having four kids, that's what we've had to do, Um, and and we've just um, put ourselves in a position where we just enjoy our, our each other's time no matter what we're doing. So, I mean, I've gotten to the point where just going up the street, get, grabbing a bite to eat, <clears throat> and sitting and talking for a little bit. But, um, I, I mean, my favorite thing is movies and, and walking around the mall. I mean, I know that, that might be pretty boring, but I, I know for him, um, we do the, I, I agree with doing all of the different kinds of things because he likes more adventurous things, and so um, <laughs> one of the things that um, I saw recently is um, 
they had a uh, a painting class. I don't know if the men would would go for that anyway. I mean, if that's one of the things that, but it's something that was that I thought was very different. You pay, um, I think it was like twenty dollars per person, and you go and sit and paint for two hours, and they had um, they had refreshments. And so you would you would eat and paint, and um, I saw a um, a deal where you go on a date and <clears throat> you prepare. You involved you with this group and you prepare a three course meal, and then you eat the meal after you prepare it with this group of people. I saw that. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, they have all kinds of things. You can go horseback riding. Um, mm-hmm. You can have picnics, uh, which is something that's pretty common. Um, I remember one time. Do we have a picnic recently? Yes, we actually had a, uh, a in-house picnic for our date last night. Um, I had to be. Whose who's idea was this? How whose idea was this? It was. It Am was I romantic or what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. It was very nice, and um, we both had been busy, and I had to be at the Bible studies for the young girls, and um, and he knew that I would probably get home a little late, and so, uh, but we still wanted to spend that time together. So he was very creative, and he created. Um, an indoor picnic for us, and when I got home, he had everything spread out on the floor and um, a lot of little light things to eat or whatever, and we um, did that, ate, and watched the movie. So that was very nice. Well, thank you, sis. Thank you. That's how you do it, guys. You have to be creative. (laughs) Yeah, um, I think, uh, yeah, we've done a lot of stuff um, over the years just to, you know, and we, you know, it's our keeping the spice in marriage is a lot different than the world, you know. We're not talking about going to strip club or nothing like that, <laughs> you know. So we've done, and there's so much you can do. Like you said, you know, you can go horseback riding, you can go, uh, play racquetball. I remember one morning we got up, we had a morning date, and we went um, to this uh, little sports center and we played one-on-one basketball. And she beat my brains out of basketball. I don't know. Uh, I thought I was a better basketball player, but she was she was putting it on me. She was putting stuff on me, you know. Other when you're playing with a dude, you know, that stuff it don't work, but. Uh, so she was distracting me too. <laughs> but uh, we do, you know, we've done just different stuff. Um, and you want somebody in the marriage is more creative than others. Oh, you you mentioned the the painting. Uh, I I know we have a couple. I don't know if they're on the line, but but they've uh, actually when I went to the house, they they're ongoing painting. They self-portrait of themselves, and I thought that was kind of cool. <clears throat> um, and um, but uh, there's all kind of stuff that you can do. Um, you know, there's not just going to the movies 
or just going to eat, you know, and that's, those are the typical things, go to the movies, go to eat. Um, you know, I, I know we went a couple of times to p- play pool, and she she beat me at pool, too. She's pretty good at games. <laughs> and um, so, you know, go shoot some pool, go grab a bite, um, and skating, and ice skating, there's a whole lot of stuff. And uh, Patrick has put up on our waiting dating mating site. There's a date night um, button. That, and, uh, like, I used it one time. I went up there. See, it's, it's our own site. I never used it. And I was like, man, this is good. Date ideas, you know. And I, I think we actually used one or two of them. But, you know, and it just keeps you uh, with new ideas. Uh, there's there's actually a book called 101 Date Ideas. I think I can write, write a book, too. <clears throat> but you want to, to keep that regular, you know, that time spending together. Um, so, again, how does it affect you when, like, maybe you want a month or more without having a date? Um, it affects it affects me a lot. Um, like I say, you you um, you know, a lot of times when you when you're married, you get locked into um, you know, if you're always constantly dealing with the problems and stuff, and uh, it it tends to make you just look at the negative all the time, you know. Um, and and that's why I say dating it. It it helps um, bring back what you you know the the um, but a spark that we talked yeah, about. You know, it it helps you bring back the things that you saw in your spouse that you liked about them. You know what what made you click in the in the first place. And so when you date and and you you're in a moment where you're not dealing with the the uh, heavy things of life. You see that you see those things. Those things come out. Um, you you you're, you're laughing with one another. You're hearing each other laugh, and um, you're you're um, whoever whichever one is the funnier one. The other one is laughing at the other one's jokes, and uh, just it it just keeps it just uh, keeps things light, you know. And it it reminds you of why you married the person that you married. Uh, mm-hmm. So so I, I just know that when we go a, a long time without a date night, it's just, it becomes, it's like uh, just all of that, you know, work and work and work and no retreat, it becomes a drag, you know. And um, and and to me, the fun, the play, when it's time to work, I'm motivated to work, you know, because I know, yeah. you know, it's just like, it's like a, um, and it this, it's like a reward system, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's an incentive, an incentive for working is that you get to spend time with your spouse, you know, that weekend is coming up or whichever day. And then one time I think we had to switch our days. <laughs> yeah, And you can yeah. do like a, a midweek uh, date, you know. It doesn't have to be Friday night or it can be a Thursday night or, you know, Tuesday night or whatever, you know. 
And then there have been times um, where we've had to have lunch instead of doing dinner, you know, on different days. Yeah. What the schedule was. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's cool, and then, you know, getaways and stuff. And um, um, we played a really nice one last week. I mean, we had a lot of stuff going on, but um, the hotel was really nice. And uh, she picks better hotels um, than I do. Yes, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> she never let me live that one hotel. It looked like a really fun hotel. We had a kid. It was somewhere in Dallas called the Funplex. Funplex Hotel. And it looks really nice on the thing. But I didn't know how to look at reviews and I didn't know what stars meant. And what do two stars mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a good experience. And, uh, <laughs> she said, Randy. Why are you going to book us at a hotel called Fun Place? <laughs> so <laughs> I let her book our hotel. But we had a good time, and uh, I, there was a piano down on the, you know, it was one of the swanky hotels. They had a little piano. So I started playing. Now, wait a minute, listen. I'm playing the piano, serenading her, writing a song, singing it to her on our date last week, last Friday. And she gets all embarrassed, starts turning red and purple. And stop, stop, people may, may hear it. I said, look, I'm singing to my baby, you know. And uh, so she, she she told me to stop. But I thought that was romantic. But we had a, we had a good time. And uh, we thank God for, uh, for you guys that are on the line. Um, we're getting ready to, to pray. Um, unless uh, somebody has something to say or comment about, uh, you can you can speak freely if, if there's something that you'd like to say or add. Um, otherwise, we're going to close in prayer. But just make sure that you are spending that time uh, with just uh, make sure that you're spending that time. On, on on those day nights and uh, that you are investing. Also, you know, what you invest money and time in, you value. So when you invest time and money in, in each other, you know, away from the hustle and bustle, you know, and sometimes you can um, mix it up with another couple. You know, that always brings variety as well, you know, going out, um with another couple and uh, and stuff like that, and we're gonna uh, we got uh, another uh, marriage outing coming up pretty soon. Um, but you know, sometimes you just want it to be you. You know, so don't be the spouse that always gotta bring your sister and her husband or your brother and his wife, and you know, you know, because uh, we we deal with some spouses that you know. Uh, and Gina, I think Gina know what I'm talking about. You know, the wife is like, why he always got to invite other people? I just want to be with him, you know. And he's kind of life of the party kind of dude, and he likes that. And so you got to trade off on that, especially if you're one, one, of, one of you, or, you know, one, one, one part of your marriage or one of the spouses is private, 
you know, you need to have a certain amount of private dates, and then the other part likes to be outgoing and involve other people. You need to be able to facilitate that as well. And I and, and I so, wanted to say too, don't don't let you know. I know when you have kids, um, it's a it becomes a um, inconvenience on that part of your life, but. That's when you have to get creative, you know. Don't let that limit you. I remember one time, um, Pastor and I, in, in our other house, we had a huge backyard. And I remember one time, we put I put all the kids to bed, and we had been trying to get away, but um, we just it was some reason we just it just wasn't happening. So one night I just I got fed up. We um, I put all the kids to bed, and I remember. We would just go and and lay in the backyard, look at you know under the stars, and and spend time together. So you just have to, you know, pray and ask God to give you creativity. Um, we've had a lot of um, in in house dates, you know, um, and and you can get creative for that. I mean, and you have technology at your fingers, you can you can Google anything and it'll give you information. So. Um, don't don't let don't let there be a shutdown in your mind about well we can't since we can't do it this way we just might as well not do it no any any amount of time that you spend together any blocks of time like you know two or three hours together that's that's investing in in your marriage and that and keeping investing in keeping your marriage the relationship uh, the intimate part of of your uh, relationship healthy. Amen. All right. Anybody else? Well, we're going to close out in prayer. Thank you all for being on the line uh, this morning. And uh, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for uh, this time, and we thank you for um, the marriage call. And uh, thank you, Father, for this time that we talked about dating and keeping uh, the spark in our marriage by attending to one another and spending time with one another uh, is so important. And, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Father, for all the technology you've given us. And we thank you, Father, for um, all that you have um, given us in the way of creativity. Um, You are the creator, and we're your children. And so we are creative. Uh, We have your nature in us to be able to create. And so many times we have a block when it comes to our our marriage. We create on our jobs. We create uh, solutions to problems. We get creative for other things, our clothes, what we're going to wear, how we're going to do our hair. But when it comes to our marriage and dating, then all of a sudden, you know, there's no creativity. But, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're stirring up creative ideas in us. That, and then when we get stuck, we'll reach. We'll, we'll get a book. We'll Google, you know, 10 uh, most exciting dates for married couples or whatever we have to do to keep that, uh, that dating time going, God, so that we our marriage never gets flat, it never gets dull, and that we keep, falling in love over and over with our spouse because our spouse keeps reinventing themselves. 
They keep they keep making new discoveries of themselves. We keep discovering new things about us each as a couple because we're becoming one, and all those things. But that eye to eye time, just sitting face to face, looking in each other's eyes and holding each other's hands and talking and listening and laughing and crying and holding and sharing, Father, that's so important to the marriage. And we know that that's one of the things that the enemy wants to destroy. He wants to cut off. And we're working. We're working two and three jobs. We're going to school. And we it's hustle and bustle all the time. And it's church. It's ministry. And we got to do this. we got that meeting. we got to do this, that, and the third. And all of those things. But, Lord, Father, at some point, we didn't get married. Those those things weren't in our marriage vows. <laughs> our marriage vows said that we would cherish and hold and honor one another. And so, Father, help us to always be mindful that we married a person that deserves our attention, that deserves our appreciation, that deserves our honor, that deserves our respect, that deserves our time, our money, our energy, and our effort, and mostly our focus, God that we can focus on each other and no more than once or twice a week for a couple of hours, looking into each other's eyes, talking to each other, uh, uh, you know, giving and receiving information, communicating effectively. <sighs> and, Father, just help us, God. We know that this is an area of weakness, an area of vulnerability in many uh, marriages. And so we ask you, Lord, right now, to help us and to bless us. Uh, in, in this prayer, Sister Regina, go ahead and finish it out. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for marriage, God. We thank you, Father, that it was your design. It was um, your, pl- your plan from the beginning, God. And so, Lord, um, some of us, Lord, we, we need help. We need your help, Father, God. So, um, a lot of times we don't um, we don't think of inviting you in certain situations, Father God. But this is a this is something that we can invite you in on, Father God, and help us to keep the life uh, flowing uh, in our marriage, God. So, Lord, we thank you that we can lean and depend on you, Father, to give us wisdom in every area of our life, Father God. And, and you you are interested and you are concerned about the intimate part. Um, part of our marriage relationships and God we just we thank you God we thank you Lord that you love us like that Father we thank you Father God we thank you for marriage we thank you for the institution of marriage and the blessing of it Father and we pray for every couple on the line God that um, their marriages will continue to be blessed the intimacy in their marriages will be will continue to be blessed, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that they're going to do their part. They're going to do what they can to keep that part of their relationship healthy, Father. And, Lord, and that's going to produce a whole and strong marriages, God. We thank you, Lord. We love you. We give you honor, praise, and glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. See you guys next week.